Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View. I hope you're having a great Monday. Uh, and, and this show that where we celebrate the people who make coastal Mississippi such a, an amazing place to live, work, and play. Looking forward to a great week this week. Had a great week last week. Hey, before we move to our guest, I want to share with you something inspiring that was posted by my friend Stacy Waldrop, and it's by Sherry Eckerd. And it's just really beautiful, and it's full of amazing and important advice. So let me let me read it to you. It's called The One. Be that one, that one who forgives when deep offense has been committed. That one who loves when no one else does. That one who gives kindness to those who are mean. (laughs) Uh, Be that one who looks past the insult, instead seeing the pain that motivated it. That one who shines light upon those who sit in utter darkness. Because the impact of being the one runs far and wide. It brings healing to the wounded, joy to the sad, and hope to those in despair. Be the one. Wow, a lot of good advice there. Uh, I think we should all strive to be that one. I know that one of the things I try to do on Coast View is keep it positive. Keep it positive. Because uh, there's a lot of division in the world. And, uh, you know, if you if you think about being here in coastal Mississippi, this is really an accepting place, a, a loving place, a, a, a wonderful place to live in. And uh, I look forward to celebrating this show uh, this this community on Coast View every single day. Hey, in the second half of the show, we're going to be talking to my friend Johnny Polis from the Mississippi Highway Patrol. He's got some important news for those of you who are on the road today. And, um, and of course, you know, being Memorial Weekend and all, uh, he's, he's, he'll have some reports on sort of where we are. And now I want to turn to my new friend, Caitlin Perry. She's a lifelong resident of Miss, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and she's actually going to be pe- competing in Miss Mississippi competition this summer. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but I was really inspired. We're Facebook friends. I was inspired by some work she's doing, some charity work that she's doing in the community. And we're going to talk about that as well. We're actually going to be joined by a seven-year-old who's actually been inspired by Caitlin and then working on Caitlin's behalf for the community. So it's going to be a fun first half of the show. So anyway, Caitlin, welcome to Coast View. Hey, thanks so much for having me. So you grew up in Coast of Mississippi, and I should also point out, to the top, you just graduated from the University of Southern Mississippi. Congratulations on your graduation. Uh, what was it like to grow up in Coast of Mississippi? Oh, it is wonderful. Um, I really don't think that there's any place like the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And I've been fortunate enough to live here my entire life. Um, one of my favorite parts of the Mississippi Gulf Coast is how everybody, you know, comes together. And I think we're really used to having to come together because we're so used to to hurricanes coming in and destroying everything in its path. And we're so fortunate to have so many people in surrounding areas come in to help us. So I think that anytime the coast gets an opportunity to give back to others, we take it because we know what it's like like to receive yeah i talk about it all the time that that in our dna you know you'll you'll get you'll get to appreciate this as you go through your life and what you just said is really powerful that in our dna is a resiliency an ability to bounce back so whether it's the hurricane or 
you know, algae blooms on oil spill or the pandemic. You know, we're, we're, we're sort of trained. We, we're tough people. And we sort of see the, the current situation as it is. And we say, okay, now, how are we going to deal with it? How are we going to bounce back and make the best of it? And you kind of grew up in that in environment. You understand it, don't you? Did. I really did. Um, I was very little when Hurricane Katrina hit, and I don't remember much of it, but I remember afterwards, you know, everybody coming together here locally, people who were affected themselves, but also people from all over coming in to help us. And it's really, it's been something, I mean, of course, nobody wants to go through that. Nobody wants to go through a hurricane, but it really has inspired a love of, of giving back to me because I know how fortunate I am that we receive it all the time. There is no doubt about it, and you have a lot that you're focused on from a community point of view, and we'll come to that probably in the, in the next segment, but I want to hear a little bit more about how did you decide and when did you decide that you were going to get involved in pageants, and what does it mean to you? So I grew up doing pageants. Um, I started at a really young age um, and I did, you know, natural pageants that focused on things like talent and interview. I'm a singer, so that provided me an outlet to get to sing on a big stage in front of all kinds of people, which is something that I've always been in love with. Um, and it also promoted, you know, interview skills, being able to sit here and talk to you and also scholarship dollars. Um, a majority of my education was paid for um, by scholarships that I gained through doing competitions, pageants since I was I was very young. So that was very, very helpful for that. And then it was a no brainer when I became of age to compete in the Miss Mississippi pageant, because that is something that I grew up watching. I grew up inspiring to to do. And so I'm so lucky I get to compete. This is my third year and I'm so excited. Excited. So have you, have you always been outgoing and articulate or is that something that this this experience gave you? Well, thank you so much for that. Um, I do I do contribute um, that to pageants because, like I said, since I was two years old, you know, I've been on the stage. I've been talking to people, been performing. And Miss America interviews are no joke. I mean, they are 10 minutes of absolutely anything being thrown at you from your personal social impact initiative to every current event you could possibly think of. So this is really just um, a, a great symptom, I guess, of competing in the Miss America organization as I am comfortable talking to people about anything. So you you go on, as we mentioned, to the University of Southern Mississippi, and you, you got a degree in communications. Tell me about how you chose that. Again, I think that it was just because, you know, from an early age, that was just speaking was just always a part of my life. It was kind of a no brainer for me to go to school and um, study communications. Um, it was something I was interested in learning more about. Of course, I like to talk to people, but it was really cool to get to go to USM and to learn why we talk to people, how we talk to people, what our body language means, all that all that different stuff that goes into talking to somebody. So uh, what do you, okay, so you're out now and uh, you've actually got an interesting job. Tell me about what you're doing these days. So um, I work for Wild Acres, which is an animal um, discovery hands-on park in McHenry, Mississippi. Um, two of my best friends started it almost three years ago, and it's been a wild adventure since. Um, last year, around the time that COVID started, they actually started building all this, all these really cool enclosures so that people could come to Wild Acres instead of us going to them. We used to do birthday parties and stuff like that, but now people get to come to us and they get to experience these incredible animals and it is so much fun. So I do social media and bookings and all that kind of stuff on the on the other side. I don't, I'm not too hands-on with the animals on a daily basis, but I make sure that people are able to come and see the animals. So you said two of your friends, so there's two young people who started this? 
Yes. Um, one of them is 23 and one's 28. They actually moved to Los Angeles um, and then got sick of like the hustle and bustle of the big city life and decided to move back. And on their way back from California, they stopped and picked up a kangaroo and a zebra. And it has been a crazy adventure since then. Wow, that's so interesting. What, what kind of animals are there? Everything you could think of. We have kangaroos, porcupines, um, quadimundis. We have a really cool baby cougar cub named Finn. Um, we have a walking bird aviary. And every week I feel like we are getting something new. It's always changing and always um, expanding in some way. So uh, people can come there, what, seven days a week? Is there, is, uh, tell me about it. We're open Wednesday through Sunday, um, and we're by appointment only. So you can give us a call. You can send us a Facebook message and email, and we will get you scheduled to come out. It's a lot of fun. Wow, that's so interesting. I, I didn't expect that part of the conversation, but it is, it is, you know, people, especially now that we've had this pandemic, people want to go and enjoy things like that where they can be outside and, and, and interact. And I bet that's been uh, great to watch as families come together in that way. Absolutely. I mean, I'm inspired every single day. Um, we have families that travel from from all over. We had somebody come fly in from Wyoming um, the other day just to come and visit. And that's crazy because to me, it's just a normal part of everyday life because I've been around it for so long. But it really is something that people get so excited about and it becomes the best part of their week or their month. People celebrate their birthdays here. We had somebody get engaged a few weeks ago. Um, it, it's really incredible. I'm so thankful to be a part of it. So we're going to come to the specifics of the work that you're doing in the community in the next segment. But as you prepare for Miss Mississippi, tell me about that preparation. What are you doing? It is seven days a week, 24 hours, um, but it really has made me the best version of Caitlin I could ever be. I'm so thankful for it. So my everyday life just is crazy and nonstop. Um, right now, I'm getting clothes altered. I'm practicing my talent as much as I can. Um, of course, I'm watching the news and reading up on current events and trying to get ready for that that 10-minute interview. Um, and I'm just trying to make really good choices that are going to benefit me um, in less than 30 days when I go to compete. Wow. So what kind of, you say you sing, so what kind of music do you like to sing? I am a theater kid, so I love Broadway, show tunes, um, all of that. And I'm actually singing um, a musical theater piece this year. It's something I've been wanting to sing for a really long time, and I'm really nervous about it, but I'm working as hard as I possibly can to make it as good as I can, and I can't wait to get to sing it on the Miss Mississippi stage. Well, you know, thinking of theater, I can't help but think about you know, all those people on Broadway and in New York City, really all across the United States who were impacted so severely by the pandemic. My, my, I have a cousin whose granddaughter was about to be star in Lion King at Disney World. She'd been she'd done some work in Broadway, but she was about, and then of course it gets shut down. And uh, they're really looking forward to that getting cranked back up again. I might have her on the show at some point, just a really dynamic, incredible young person. But uh, but anyway, hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Caitlin Perry. As we, as we talked about, she just graduated from University of Southern Mississippi. She's preparing for Miss Mississippi competition. But she also has a call it's called Crowns for, for a Cause that she's promoting heavily and had great success. We're going to come back and talk more about that. And then we're going to be actually visited by one of uh, the, a, a young woman, seven-year-old seven seven year girl from Diaberville, who's done some special stuff. And we'll, we'll talk to her as well after the break. We'll see you after this. 
Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a really inspiring conversation with with Caitlin Perry, who is from the coast. She's actually getting ready to compete in Miss Mississippi. But she's put together an organization called Crowns for a Cause, and that actually inspired me when I read more about it. And then Caitlin and I sort sort of shared notes and she gave me a sense of what she was up to. I was really impressed. And immediately, uh, Cammy, the producer, content producer for Coast View, and I reached out to Caitlin and said, we'd love to have you on the show. And one of the things she mentioned to me was that there was a seven-year-old girl from Diaberville that had done something really special. We're actually going to meet her. Um, her name is Sanaya Jordan, and her mother, Freddie, as well, is going to join us here in just a second. But let's kind of take a step back for a second. Is it through the pageant work, Caitlin, that you uh, were, were encouraged at a very young age to get involved in the community? Absolutely. So um, I think a lot of people don't know this, but pageants really do promote community service, especially the Miss America organization. Um, every contestant has a personal cause that is important to them that they promote throughout their year of service. So, and even before I started competing in the Miss America organization, community service was important to me. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I got started um, doing that. And also, like I mentioned earlier, you know, being from the coast and being so fortunate to have so many people reach out and help us um, whenever we need it, really. Um, inspired a love for me to give back and was kind of a reason that I wanted to start this. Well, tell me about Crowns for a Cause. Yeah, so um, my personal social impact initiative for competing in the Miss Mississippi pageant this year is Children's Miracle Network. Um, I am so passionate about Children's Miracle Network and specifically um, Mississippi's only Children's Miracle Network hospital, um, Blair E. Batson in Jackson, Mississippi. So Crowns for a Calls was kind of an idea that I've had for a really long time, but was kind of scared to start because I didn't think that it would be successful or I didn't know that anybody would be interested. And finally, this this March, I was like, you know what, let's just see. So it started off just basically me making a Facebook post asking if there were any little younger pageant girls who were interested in getting involved in community service. And within just a few days, I had so many inquiries that I I actually had to get really serious about it um, and get really professional. So within days, we had, you know, social media, um, email address, um, a Google form for um, ambassador applications and ways for me to help keep organized because I had no idea that it was going to be as popular um, as it would become. And right now we are almost at 80 ambassadors from all kinds of states, over 13 states, and they're just working their butts off every single day for this wonderful cause. And so what, tell us about what's, actually, I was curious, who designed your logo? I did actually, yeah. Oh, so it's a it's a great logo, I, and for those who are watching on Facebook and and uh, YouTube, you can see it. And for those on on the uh, radio, you what she has is behind her. So, so it's sort of what you would see if if a professional sports athlete were going to do a, do some kind of a of an interview, and behind would be different logos of sponsors and whatever. So what that is actually what is behind Caitlin as as we're speaking now. So um, so, but you're specifically focused on collecting. Band-Aids. Tell about that idea and about how successful you've been around that. 
Yeah, so the purpose of Crown Spirit Calls is to just promote and raise awareness for Children's Miracle Network as a whole. But this year, um, our drive theme is Band-Aids, um, children's Band-Aids more specifically that are being sent to different children's hospitals across the country. Um, that way, you know, they have them. Our personal um, Children's Miracle Network in Jackson that I mentioned before, the last time I went up there, told me that they were actually really low on Band-Aids. So this just solidified what a good decision it was to do Band-Aids this year. Um, but Band-Aids are just something small. I mean, especially character children's Band-Aids. It's not something that a hospital specifically like has to have, but it's something fun for the kids to get to have when they have to get an IV, a shot, anything that comes along with needing a Band-Aid. It's just a very small thing that they can do, pick out which character they want, but it really does make a big difference to them and hopefully takes their mind off of what's about to happen. We're not talking about just a few, but over 13,000 boxes of Band-Aids. <laughs> that's that's really incredible. And then when you think about the number of, of, of course, over 80 ambassadors, uh, over over 13 states, 13,000 boxes of, uh, of Band-Aids, when you think about sort of how successful you've been, and then you think about our new friend Sanaya and the fact that she was able to to collect a thousand boxes of band-aids herself in less than two weeks. That's incredible. Let's bring Sanaya and her mother Freddie Jordan into the conversation and just first of all just say good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. <laughs> good, good Freddie. So Fred so uh, Sanaya, where do you go to school? Um in homeschool. Yes. Well, good for you. And your mother has taught you the importance of giving back to the community, hasn't she? Yes, she did. <laughs> A lot. So tell me about it. How did you tell me about tell me about doing so well on this project? What what tell me about that? Oh, uh, well, so I like my mom helping me every time with the band-aids, so she's the only one she can help me and she's a nice mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. I, believe me, for the people who are listening on the radio, you should see Freddie's smile and and obviously Sanaya's smile as well. But Freddie, it is obviously as part of your homeschooling program. You're you're wanting to teach your child the full realm of learning, which involves giving back to the community. Tell me about that. Um, well, when I saw Caitlin's post, um, I got excited and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool!" And I actually donated. Before we even joined, I saw one of the other, uh, one of Sanai's pageant friends who had joined early on. And I was like, oh, yeah, great. We'll definitely send some boxes of Band-Aids. And then um, Sanai had did a couple of pageants this year. And uh, she got the email about, hey, is it something you're interested in? And I was like, yeah, for two parts. One, um, I thought it was a great cause. You know, um, of course, we love to get some kids Band-Aids. And then two, I was like, this is great for me to start teaching her about charitable work. And so before we even signed up, I always try to talk to her and say, hey, do you want to do this? And let me explain, because I don't want to be out there doing all this. And she just kind of on the side, like, I'm not sure what we're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. And I thought yeah. that was pretty awesome way to kind of teach her about that, because if she sees somebody that she thinks needs help, she makes me pull over. You know, and she's like, and she'll have me, mom, get, give them something, you know, um, they, they need something. So I kind of figured it would be easy to teach her, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah, this has been a great experience for her. <laughs> hey, hey, Sanaya, what is your little, what's your friend that you have with you? Uh, this is Lexi. Yes, I love it. I love that. So, hey, we, 
Hey, so Caitlin, when you see Freddie talking and you see how energetic Sanaya is, I mean, they're just one of you know many people who've been engaged in this, but it has to warm your heart to see that you've inspired a, a young person like Sanaya to want to give back to the community. Absolutely. I mean, this was really, this was the purpose of Crowns Fair Calls. Of course, we want to raise as many band-aids as we can and raise as much money for CMN as we can. But I also want to use it as a tool to inspire, you know, younger generations, even people older than me who maybe don't have any experience in community service about why we give back, about why it's important, about how they can get involved, how they can use, you know, social media and platforms like that to really make a difference because that's such a prevalent part of, of stuff like this today. I, th I think I, I'll speak sp specifically to Sanaya, but uh, one of the things I talk about on my show a lot is what uh, President Bush, the first President Bush, used to call the thousand points of light. And what it meant was that, that, that people would come together and volunteer their time. Now, you have a lot of organizations like United Way and Red Cross and all these organizations that do amazing work, and they're so important. But there are gaps that happen. People who have needs that may not be you know, fulfilled by a specific organization, and, and because they need volunteers. And what, what, what President Bush always talked about was this need to bring focus on these incredible volunteers in the community that help make our community a better place and because of uh, you know because of hurricanes and other things that we've experienced here in coastal Mississippi we have a better sense of what the thousand points of light really stands for and Sanaya you're one of those points of light you're you're one of those people who are helping bring focus and by learning at such a young age only seven years old you have an opportunity to now find what your next thing is going to be. And my my urging of you would be, and I say this a lot on, on Coast View, is just find your purpose. Find your purpose. And your purpose will change over time. But find your purpose and know that you're making a contribution to humanity. And you can't fail in life if you do that. You will not fail in life. You'll do amazing. And by the way, you're such a beautiful young person and you have such a beautiful smile. You, you'll have people won over before you even open your mouth. That's the beauty of, of what you bring to the table. Freddie, that's what you're essentially trying to teach her, isn't it? It, it is. I wanted to show her that um, that I was amazed, but and it reassured me that together we can do so much more. Um, and my, I say my village from all over every state, anybody that sent us things, I was just overwhelmed with the support. And I was like, wow, you know, that it is, really is true. Um, we can do so much more together, you know, and, and we did. Um, yeah. And we're yeah. going to continue doing it. And I was able to show her, you know, with with all of that. So, well, God bless you, Freddie and Sanaya Jordan. Thank you for joining us today. And we're, we're, we're really coming to the end of the segment. But Caitlin, thank you for the inspiration and for sharing your story. And good luck at Miss Mississippi. Oh, Mark, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It has been a genuine pleasure. I love Coast View because of this opportunity to tell these kind of stories. It's really terrific. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be joined by my dear friend, Major Johnny Polis from the Mississippi Highway Patrol. We'll be back after this. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.